Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew preaches the keynote address for 2018, entitled, Let Us Choose Covenant Blessings, Anno Domini 2018, preached January 7, 2018. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to Deuteronomy chapter 28, beginning with verse 1. The title is, Let Us Choose Covenant Blessings, Anno Domini 2018. The Philippian jailer asked St. Paul, What must I do to be saved? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you and your household will be saved, St. Paul answered. St. Paul wrote in Romans 10.9, If you confess with your mouth, Jesus Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Friends, all have sinned, all are under God's wrath, all are condemned. But there is good news. God saves everyone who believes in him and confess him in truth as Lord, as his covenant Lord. But nobody can truly confess Jesus as Lord except By the Holy Spirit. Only the regenerate. Repent. Believe. And confess. And obey. Romans 3, 9 and 10 declares. What shall we conclude then? Are we any better? Not at all. We have already made the charge. That Jews and Gentiles alike are all under sin. Total depravity. As it is written, there is no one righteous. Not even one. And Romans 12, 3 says, Therefore I tell you that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be cursed. And no one can say, Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit that is except by regeneration. Point number one, sir. Who is the covenant Lord? Who is Jesus? God's eternal son, God incarnate. That he may redeem Every elect sinner by his precious blood shed on the cross. As perfect God man. So we read in Romans 4.25. The summary of the gospel. He was delivered over to death for our sins. And was raised to life for our justification. This Jesus 
who was raised from the dead is Lord of all. And he alone is Lord of all. Matthew 28 verse 18. Then Jesus came to them and said. All authority in heaven and on earth. That means the entire universe. Has been given to me. You don't want to believe him. He will destroy everyone. In eternal hell. My purpose is to make you miserable that you may repent and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ so that you'll be filled with joy unspeakable and full of glory. You are not convinced that he has all authority in heaven and on earth? Ephesians 1.19 through 23 that you may know his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead. And seated him at his right hand in, in the heavenly realms. Far above all rule and authority, power and dominion and every title that can be given. Not only in the present age but also in the one to come. And God placed you placed all things under his feet don't be proud you are nothing and you are less than nothing you are grass you are falling blossoms you are just wind we are nothing sir we are sinners saved by sheer grace And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the benefit of the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. So you are not yet convinced? Let me read. Philippians 2, 5 through 11, your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who being in very nature, God did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself. Why don't you humble yourself? Jesus Christ humbled himself, sir. And became obedient to death, even death on a cross, shameful death. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. How great is his name, sir? That at the name of Jesus Every knee shall bow. Have you bowed your knee to Jesus? And every tongue confess. Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of God the Father. And I suppose you are not convinced yet. So let me read Psalm 2, 7 through 12. 
I will proclaim the decree of the Lord. He said to me, you are my son. Today I have become your father. Ask of me and I will make nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth, your possession. You will rule them. You don't like to be ruled by Jesus. He will rule you. With an iron scepter. You will dash them to pieces like pottery. Therefore you kings be wise. Be warned. You rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear. And rejoice with trembling. Kiss the sun on the feet, sir. Fall down, kiss the sun. Lest he be angry and you be destroyed in your way. For his wrath can flare up in a moment. Blessed are all who trust in him. Jesus Christ is Lord. Daniel 2. While you were watching, a rock was cut out, but not by human hands. It struck the statue on its feet of iron and clay and smashed them. Then the iron and the clay, the bronze, the silver and the gold were broken to pieces at the same time and became like chaff on a threshing floor in the summer. The wind swept them away without leaving a trace. But the rock that struck Jesus Christ, sir, the rock that struck the statue became a huge mountain and filled the whole earth. Your arrogance and your pretension has no value. It's just imagination. It's craziness. It's madness. It's confusion of mind. Matthew 21, 44, Jesus said, He who falls on this stone, Jesus Christ, will be broken to pieces, but he on whom it falls will be crushed. See, people say, if you confess Jesus, Lord, you'll be saved. But you understand who is this Lord? Daniel seven thirteen and 14. In my vision at night I looked. And there before me was one like a son of man. Coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the ancient of days. That's God the Father. And was led into his presence. He was given authority, glory and sovereign power. All people, you are included. All people, nations, and men of every language worshipped him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away. And his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. If you believed in him, you are happy because he is able to save you. He is sovereign. He is the suzerain. He is the great king. 
He enters into a covenant of grace with elect sinners. In this unilateral covenant, God takes a people to be his, redeems them from death, demands certain behavior on their part. Does he have authority to demand? Yes, sir. Demands certain behavior on their part and declares his blessing and curses. Blessings if they obey, but curses if they disobey. The great king imposes the covenant upon his vassals. Upon his nothings. Point number two, sir. The covenant structure. The covenant has four major sections. First, preamble. The preamble. In the preamble, the Lord identifies himself. And you see in Exodus 20, Exodus 20 follows the covenant structure. Exodus 20 verse 2, the first part, is the preamble. I am the Lord, your God. I am the boss. I am the sovereign. I am the covenant Lord. And you are nothing. And he condescends to make a covenant with nothings, to make them something. And the book of Deuteronomy follows the same structure. The preamble is found in Deuteronomy 1 1 through 5. Dr. Meredith Klein taught me at Westminster speaking about this covenant structure. The second is historical prologue. In other words, what did this Lord do to you before? How did he help you? Exodus 20 verse 2, B, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. What does that mean? He saved you. By Christ's death, burial, and resurrection, he saved you, sir. You were nothing. You were under the wrath of God. He saved you, sir. And he paid the highest price to save you. First Peter 1, 18 and 19, for you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver and gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your forefathers, beginning with Adam, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamp without blemish or defect. And third, Stipulations, laws governing vassals' life, laws given by the great king. Exodus 20, verse 3 through 17. 
and Deuteronomy 5 verse 1 through 26:19 Essentially he demands exclusive love and loyalty If he saved you you will follow him you will obey him you will not turn to the right or to the left of his way John 14:15 if you love me you will obey what i command if you don't obey him he did not save you you go around pretending that you are saved he did not save you sir the proof that he saved you is your exclusive love to him you obey his commands John 14:21 whoever has my commands and obeys them he is the one who loves me he who loves me will be loved by my father i too will love him and show myself to him John 14:23 Jesus replied if anyone loves me he will obey my teaching my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him that is ecstasy that is happiness to the nth degree and the heart of the commandment is what i'll be your god you'll be my people my people and in the last book it is stated revelation 21:3 i heard a loud voice from the throne saying now the dwelling of god is with men and he will live with them this is what eternal life is they will be his people and god himself will be with them and be their god see i don't beg you to repent and believe i command you sir because the lord wants me to command you as lord he doesn't beg anybody he in his grace saves you and number 4 is sanctions which consists of blessing and curses exodus 25 and 6 you shall not bow down to them or worship them for i the lord your god is a jealous god punishing the children for the sin of the fathers to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments there is no love without what keeping commandments love is expressed by obedience and in the book of deuteronomy chapter 28 1 through 14 20% blessings and 80% of chapter 28 15 through 68 is curses why the vast majority of people are cursed that's why sir you don't want to believe in jesus he cursed you he condemned you from all eternity i said if you want to argue with him ask for an audience with him 
a little appointment and see whether he will give you an appointment. He has no obligation to save totally depraved people. And if you are saved, rejoice and be glad. Deuteronomy 28 is like Leviticus 26. You read both chapters. Deuteronomy 28 has to do with a covenant renewal ceremony which took place on the 40th year after Exodus from Egypt. Let me tell you, after the death of all men of war who were unfaithful, who were cursed, who were there at the beginning of Exodus, they all died except two. Joshua and Caleb, they had a different spirit. They were covenant keepers. In Leviticus 26, the word covenant appears seven times. Leviticus 26, 9, 15, 25, 42, 42, 44, 45. Seven times, sir. He didn't have to enter into a covenant with us. He did. By mercy and grace. Third point. Listen, sir. Disobedience brings curses on you and your children, their children, their children, and so on. Fifty-four verses curses. Only fourteen verses blessings. Curses briefly considered from Deuteronomy 28. Listen. Cursed people, cursed children, cursed field, cursed cattle. You and everyone you own. Cursed, sir. And you are experiencing the curses of your parents and their parents and their parents. This is the truth. But thank God he saved us. Confusion, sudden, ruin, plague, diseases, destruction, drought, and dust everywhere, defeat in war, dead, not buried, eaten by birds, animals, boils, tumors, sores, madness, blindness, people raped, people build houses but not live in. You plant, but you do not harvest. You see them all around us. Cursed people. Sons, daughters, exiled, daily cruel oppression, boils that spread to the head. Objects of scorn. You so much harvest little. Worms destroy vineyards, captivity of children. Locusts destroy alien rules. Alien lens you borrow. Why? You did not serve God the Lord in prosperity gladly. You know, prosperity is most dangerous. The history of people shows 
Prosperity is most dangerous. We forget God. Hosea 12, 8, we read, Ephraim boasts, I am very rich, I have become wealthy. With all my wealth, they will not find in me any iniquity of sin. You see? Paul says, if you have food and clothing, be content therewith. Godliness with contentment is great gain. You look at people, more money, more problem, more disobedience, unless God shows mercy. Revelation 3.17, you say, I am rich, I am. I have acquired wealth and do not need a thing. You see, your trust is moved from Christ the Lord to the wealth he gave you. But Jesus says, but you do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, naked. Don't impress me with your education, with your money, with your houses. I'm not impressed. Neither is the Lord Jesus Christ. Because you have nothing. He gave that to you. He gave that to you. And you use it to oppose him. You are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, naked. Well, that's not the end of it. Children inherit curses from parents. They serve enemies in hunger and nakedness. They go far away as slaves. Fierce nation kill all, old and young. High walls not protect you. Did you read about cannibalism? It literally happened. This is not lying, sir. It is truth, sir. Because... They did not obey the covenant Lord. Plagues, severe diseases. All the diseases of Egypt come upon people of God. New sicknesses not recorded in the Bible. We are seeing it. Lord, now this shocked me. The Lord will be pleased To destroy his people. You still want to be arrogant sir? You still don't want to obey your parents? You still don't want to listen to pastor who speaks the word of God? The Lord will be what sir? Pleased to destroy whom? His people. Scattered all over the world to worship idols. That is demons. First Corinthians 10, 18 through 22. Restless, anxious, and afraid. In the night, afraid. In the morning, afraid. Filled with the dread 24-7. Terror fills heart. Sent back to Egypt. There you will try to sell yourselves as slaves. Did you read that? That's the last verse. 
you will try to sell yourself as slaves but no demand no one will buy you think about it i said blessing or curse waiting for you number 4 obedience brings blessings let me tell you nobody obeys unless god causes them to do so by pouring out into our hearts love from god romans 5:5 and hope does not disappoint us because god has poured out his love i would translate in abundance into our hearts by the holy spirit whom he has given us and the first fruit of the holy spirit is what sir love and john says in 1 john 4:19 we love because he first loved us and made us able to love him and obey him what is the chief end of man to glorify god and enjoy him forever westminster shorter catechism question 1 In other words you cannot be happy without glorifying God. And Jesus perfectly kept the covenant. Perfectly obeyed. He challenged any person to convict him of sin. and he prayed in the high priestly prayer i have glorified you by completing the work you gave me to do and john 19:30 tetelestai it is finished the work of redemption is finished and let me tell you as we consider blessings deuteronomy 28:1 and 2 If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands I give you today Sir one thing the Lord never begs he always what sir commands Father have you commanded your children or begged The more you beg they spit on your face If you fully obey the Lord your God carefully follow all his commands I give this today the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth all these blessings will come upon you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God I said he never begs Acts 17:30 in the past of God overlooked such ignorance but now commands he commands all people everywhere towards her to repent and he is commanding you to repent 1 John 3:23 and this is his command to believe in the name of his son Jesus Christ and to love one another as he commands us you find imperatives in the second half of every epistle he commands first half says what god has done for you therefore he commands you to live this way not that way 
Matthew 28, 20, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Fathers, you think what happened to your children. You didn't command them in the name of Jesus Christ as a Christian father. And he will set you on high. First Peter 5, 6, humble yourselves therefore under God's mighty hand through obedience that he may exalt you in due time. God's plan is glorification for us. So you read 28, 3 through 6. There are six blessings. And 28, 16 and 17 and 18 and so on. Six curses. Parallelism. You will either be blessed or what's a Cursed. And when you study Matthew 5, there are nine blessings. Makarioi, blessed are you. Blessed, 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 blessed. Blessed, blessed. God's people are blessed. You are blessed. Your children are blessed. Your crops are blessed. Your livestock are blessed. Psalm 1 Verse 2 and 3 says, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by the streams of water. And we sang the song today, which yields its fruit in season, whose leaf does not wither, whatever he does, what's up? To be blessed. You look at Pastor Matthew. Yeah, he's a blessed man. Isn't that true, sir? And my family is blessed. That's the truth. And I want all of you to be blessed. All of life you are going to be blessed. You defeat your enemies. The Lord will establish you as his holy people. All nations fear you. There will be prosperity. Is that what it says, sir? Abundant prosperity. Can you handle all that, sir? Abundant prosperity. And you will lend, not borrow. You see, this church never borrowed. Holy Spirit told me, I don't want you to borrow. It's a blessing. You will lend, but you will not what, sir? Borrow. And in 1956, in college, in the night, the Lord spoke to me, I will make you the head and not the tail. You'll be on the top, not at the bottom. I didn't know where it is found. I read from Genesis to Deuteronomy 28 and found it. And it is still true. Is that true, sir? Yes. We are a blessed people, sir. Isaiah 58, 35, 8 through 10. And a highway will be there. It will be called the way of holiness. The unclean will not journey on it. It will be for those who walk in that way. Wicked fools will not go about on it. No lion will be there. Nor will any ferocious beast 
get upon it they will not be found there but only the redeemed will walk there and the ransomed of the lord will return they will enter zion with singing everlasting joy will crown their heads gladness and joy will overtake them and sorrow and sighing will flee away blessed be number 5 if you sinned repent and return to the lord and he will bless you but sin is not cheap you will pay for your sins leviticus 26:41 and 43 but that's all right you'll be punished but you will be brought back god forgives our sins and it is stated and you could go home and read these scriptures leviticus 26:40 through 45 first kings 8:46 through 51 but let me read it in summary second chronicles 7:14 if my people my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then i will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land what more you want sir god is gracious he will forgive all your sins five things you have to do first pay for your sin even in new testament for this reason they are weak and sick and what's a covenant curse covenant discipline comes to god's people it never changes that's why the best theology is covenant theology that calls for a little intelligence second confess your sins as daniel confessed in daniel 9 proverbs 28:13 he who conceals his sins does not prosper but whoever confesses and renounces them find what's a mercy third forsake your sins fourth pray humble themselves and pray and fifth you find mercy find blessing and number 6 point number 6 covenant blessings the heart of the covenant of grace is anybody knows i'll be their god i will do for them only what god can do for them i will save them from their sins i will justify them I will adopt them as my children and I will glorify them and they will dwell as my people in the new heaven and the new earth their names are written in the book of life my people will love me and obey me because I will cause them to do so by the pouring out of the holy spirit they are my treasure my segula my peripoiesis people whom i possess my pride radiant 
holy, blameless. Exodus 19.5 Now if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all nations you will be my treasured possession. Malachi 3.17 They will be mine, says the Lord Almighty, in the day when I make up my treasured possession, I will spare them. Just as in compassion a man spares his son who serves him. Deuteronomy 32 9 for the Lord's portion is his people sir God's inheritance is his people that I said that is the most amazing statement in the Bible and I the Lord am their treasure you see that is not surprising that still call for dancing. But it is not as important as what the other. The Lord's people are his treasure. And I, the Lord, am their treasure, their inheritance, their portion. Psalm 73, 26 My flesh and my heart may fail but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever, sir in life and when you die. 119 Psalm verse 57 You are my portion, O Lord I have promised to obey your words. Psalm 16 verse 11 In the King James, sir in his presence, fullness of joy, and on his right hand, pleasures forevermore. That's eternal life. Eternal life is relational life with God and his people. And I am saying, sir, this is why you must sing. I am my beloved's, and he is mine. And the banner over me is love. I am my beloved's and he is mine and the banner over us is love. I am my beloved's and he is what sir? And the banner over us is love. His banner over me is love. Friends, he paid the highest price in heaven to redeem you. The precious blood of Jesus Christ that tells you How he values us nothings. And the seventh point is witnesses. Let me ask you, is this Lord Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior? Have you trusted in him? Confessed him? Do you love him and obey him? And I am going to call upon heaven and on earth as witnesses to what I preach today. I conclude these words of Moses. This first Lord's Day Anno Domini 2018. This day I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death 
blessings and curses. Now choose life. So that you and your children may live. And that you may love the Lord your God. Listen to his voice and hold fast to him. For the Lord is your life. And he will give you many years in the land. He is so to give to your forefathers. Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. When Christ your life appears. You will appear with him in glory. Heavenly Father, we pray that you bless your people. And Lord, we praise you and thank you. The eternal God. Come and dwell in us. Individually and in the church. Lord, we are blessed. And thank you for choosing us from all eternity. To receive this blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Grace Valley Christian Center is committed to the unchanging truth of the Holy Scriptures. We have been proclaiming the whole counsel of God since 1974 through our weekly worship services, our website resources, and our publishing ministry. For more information about our church, to find more edifying sermons, or to order books by the Rev. P.G. Matthew, please visit our website at gracevalley.org.